Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast dedicated to, more or less, sort of, chronicling the years 1990 through 1999. It's New Year's Eve. Maybe you just heard a beer open. <laughs> We're your hosts. As always, my name is Chris Alphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This Ooh. week, uh... We're drinking! Yeah, it's it's New Year's Eve that we're recording this, so... Yeah. Beer and celebrations and all that stuff. So this is the beginning of our third season. And as we've mentioned before, if you haven't listened to or if you haven't listened to a recent episode, we're switching things up a little bit for season three. So this week, we are going to jump right into something that we're going to still try to follow month by month. And we're going to talk a little bit about TV. It's probably going to take us a little time to figure out this format, but we'll roll with it and give us some feedback and we'll see how that goes. Anyway, like I said, this week we're going to talk about TV because we love TV. We do. Or at least we did back in the 90s. I don't watch TV anymore. No, I, I can't afford that shit. Yeah, I'm not paying for cable. Fuck that. And I think one of the reasons why we like TV so much were programming blocks like ABC's TGIF lineup. Also, since we're still trying to more or less kind of stick to a timeline of stuff that happened around this time of year in the 90s, we're going to talk about something that happened to TV in January of 1997. And that's TV parental guidelines. In the US, at least. Okay. But before we dive in, let's get into this week's sponsor. This episode of Stuck in the 90s is brought to you this wintry season by Crazy Carpets, because it's a lot cheaper to get the plastic sheet than a GT Snow Racer, both monetarily and in effort, because carrying a sheet weighing less than a pound is a lot simpler than dragging a 20-pound mix of plastic and metal behind you all the way up the hill, trudging. Oh yeah, or all the way, like, hill to the hill. Like, Ugh. It was, you know, it's really... This is a first world problem of the 90s. Yeah, this is like kids like you and I, like we didn't have GT Snow Racer. So this is how we look at it. Like, oh, yeah, it's like 30 pounds and like it's probably so heavy. But like they had a string on them. You could pull the string up the hill. Looked- I mean, if you had the Brett Hall version, you had the retractable string. Bastards. I had some yellow rope just tied to mine. We should get GT Snow Racers. I would like that. It would be pretty good. If I bought you a GT Snow Racer. Would you be willing to get dragged by my car down the street? I'm not willing to commit to an answer on the podcast. Okay. More on that later. Yeah, okay. I'll when I'm done this beer. Yeah, no kidding. So, so uh, crazy carpets. They're cool. I fucking love crazy carpets. I love that they haven't changed. Mm-hmm. They're the exact same. I get the feeling that they were made in just one big batch in 1982. And they've been, we've just been chewing away. Oh, it's the same. At like, some warehouse in Sichuan, China. I'm just kidding. There's no place. Wait, is there a Sichuan, China? I think there's a mm, Shenzhen, maybe. Well, yeah, there's a Shenzhen. There's, but like, there's, there's probably a Sichuan somewhere. Anyway, my point is this. Like, they're probably, we're like, oh, we're halfway like through. One giant sheet of plastic just oh, covering yeah. the entire town. And they keep stamping out the, uh, <laughs> the sheets. Oh, man. Okay, so back to tgif all right tgif is one of those things that went on for the entire decade and that's something that doesn't happen with very many things in the 90s tgif started its run in september of 1989 and ended in the year 2000 
So I think it's safe to say this really embodies the 90s. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so TGIF was created and executively produced by Jim Janicek, a writer and producer for ABC Entertainment. Recalling his childhood when his family would gather to watch the wonderful world of Disney, he was inspired to create a family-oriented comedy block. So in 1988, he began gaining support for his concept and later with four ABC family-oriented comedy series on board and the backing of then-network president Bob Iger, the initial lineup for the block was created. So during the inaugural season of the format, the TGIF logo was only featured at the start of every hosted segment, and an opening sequence for the two-hour block was introduced featuring animated mice against a gray background. I don't remember this. Dave Coulier, John Stamos, Mary-Kate, and Ashley Olsen, alternating as Michelle Tanner, all appeared on the set of Full House, introducing the season and the series premieres of that night. As they began their first segment, the TGI name was officially introduced with, uh, with its meaning... Thank goodness it's funny. Uh, This was re-emphasized from the theme lyrics. Coulier and Stamos also announced a new policy in which stars from the other three TGIF programs would rotate hosting responsibilities along with them on a week-to-week basis. This all sounds really late 80s, early 90s. I don't know if... Laying down the policies and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you feel the same way I do, but as is tradition with our show, I'm just going to throw this out there. It is the official opinion of Stuck in the 90s that Fuller House is too cringy to watch. I mean, I don't know. I only got through the first episode. Yeah, exactly. But it felt really good. But that was mostly oh, a reunion episode. It's so horrible. I I'm, loved it. Oof. But had I got to episode two or three, I might. Uh, it might become the official word of the podcast. It's bad news. With the TGIF moniker permanently in place, more changes in presentation occurred as the lineup grew in popularity. On September 21st, 1990. 1990. That's what we do the podcast about. The animated mice opening and accompanying theme music were dropped from the Friday block in favor of the new graphics package that officially incorporated the new TGIF name for the first time. During the most successful years of TGIF, the main characters of one of the Friday primetime sitcoms would quote-unquote host the two-hour block of episodes for that week. Always in character, they would introduce each show and comment on the proceedings afterwards. So during the 90 to 91 season, TJF was promoted with a series of trading cards <laughs> featuring yeah. publicity shots uh, from the stars of Perfect Strangers, Full House, and Family Matters. Also, the other day when we were in the car, I don't remember what happened, but I very loudly said, Did I do that? Did I do that? Oh, worst. I watched uh, Die Hard last week because, you know, Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, yeah. I love Reginald Vell Johnson in every second he's on screen. I know, right? It's magical. It just feels so right. It's so good. And also, like, trading cards, I would kill for, like, an Urkel rookie card. I'm sure we can find those. I mean, if they... I wish TGIF produced these cards for the entirety of the run... Because then a 1990-91 like, trading card from Family Matters, it really would be an Urkel rookie card. Right. That's when he was like a guest star. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be nuts. So in the spring of 1991, with TGIF's meteoric success, ABC president uh, Bob Iger and senior vice president, some other dude, who cares, appointed <laughs> Jim Janicek to expand his branding work to other portions of the ABC entertainment schedule resulting in several spin-off concepts, including The Hump, a three-hour comedy block on Wednesday. Get it? It was all hardcore pornography. Wow. A weird move for ABC at the time. So hot, though. MCTV, more cool TV, 
and I love Saturday Night. None of these had the same success as TGIF. Imagine why. So we'll go through the lineup history of TGIF and then our favorites. Yeah. At least some of it. So the debut, let's see, that was in 98 and 99. We had Perfect Strangers, Full House, Mr. Belvedere, and Just the Ten of Us. Oh, 2020. Oh, yeah, 2020 is... I I mean, love 2020. 2020 is forever. Oh, yeah, Yeah, it is. I remember, like, when I look at some of these other lineups, it's like, I don't remember watching that. But it was just before 2020, 2020, so I must have did something else and then came back to watch 2020. Thoroughly good. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, obviously we care about Full House and Family Matters more than the rest of the gang. Yeah, for Perfect sure. Strangers. Ooh, dinosaurs know. in ninety ninety one. Oh, nice. Step by step, that was around. Yeah, that's okay. Keep and then with every fucking network, uh, yeah, with every network, you've got these shows that never last. Something called Billy Camp Wilder, Baby I Talk. Don't know. Yeah, and then when we get into 1993 to 94, we got some, we've got some things switching. Heavy hitters, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World premieres, Hanging with Mr. Cooper. And Sister Sister. Oh, how much I missed her. That continues into 95, and then, uh, let's see, in 1996 to 1997. Oh, Sabrina. Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, along with Clueless. Pause for up. hold on. Pause for a second. All right, listeners can check our Instagram because I found a oh. notebook for a new project I'm working on that says "as if" on the front. That looks pretty good. Where did you find that? Uh, it was at Chapters. Nice. It was literally under four dollars. Literally, as if. <laughs> and now we are briefly pausing for story time with Talia. All right. So every Friday night in elementary school, we would go to like Catholic schoolgirl house league basketball, and then we would have a oh. sleepover. On um, every Friday night, we like swapped houses with all nice. like my little girlfriends, okay. and then we would watch TGIF and like eat snacks and watch Sabrina and Boy Meets World and what's the other one with the angel? Teen the guy? Angel. Oh, Teen, Teen angel. angel. He ate like a piece of pizza underneath his uh, underneath his bed and That's, then yeah. <laughs> died. And he died. His yeah. best <laughs> friend's guardian angel. <laughs> like, what is the most morbid yeah. idea for a TV the show? The 90s were a crazy time. As far as like ones that lasted one season, I think that's the most memorable. Teen, Teen Angel. Angel was a really good one. Uh, it was. Oh, no. I mean, it was terrible. Memorable. But memorable. I liked it. And All right. I don't let's, know. let's close this list out. Yeah. Oh, 97, 98. That's where we get Teen Angel. There it is. Also, You Wish. Uh, don't remember that. Yeah. Brothers Ooh. Keeper. Two of a Kind. Oh, yeah. Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yeah. I like oh, that. Oh, the Hughleys. The Hughleys. Nice. And uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much... Like, that's about it. Oh, yeah. wait. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, no. That's... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ending it off. Boy Meets World. Sabrina. And then... Uh, do you remember Making, Making the Band? Making the Band. O-Town. Yeah. I did my third grade speech on him. Yeah. He's so dreamy. Not Ashley Parker Angel? Oh, no, no, no. Mm, Tom we're agree to disagree. Yeah. So that's the that's the lineup. Uh, there's definitely a lot that I remember, and then there's some that are definitely in the period where I was watching TGIF mm-hmm. that I don't know at all. Do yeah, you know Brothers Keeper. No, like I I know that it was popular. I don't think it was I've big been, in I, Canada. I can't I, I can't even 
think about what it was. I know I watched Two of a Kind. I know I watched Boy Meets World and Sabrina. You know what? And I know I came back for 2020. Let's get back to TGIF. So in September 95, the Walt Disney Company purchased ABC and after finalizing the sale the following year, began to reshape the network to its preferences, which started in 97. Uh, They refocused attention towards programming toward adult audiences. As a result of the overhaul, longtime TGIF staples Family Matters and Step by Step, whose ratings admittedly had been steadily declining for the past few seasons, were cancelled. The two shows would be revived by CBS, where they would serve as the linchpins for a new competing block airing on the same night, which was called the CBS Block Party. That block, which aired during the 97-98 season, failed with uh, both the lineup and all four of its shows only lasting one season. So, really didn't stick around for long. That's a bit of a failure. Yeah. I mean, Urkel had a nine-season run, though, so that's pretty good. You're opening a beer, so I'll do the next one. All right. ABC's TGIF lineup began to experience sagging ratings in part due to the audience fracture from the block party, which was enough to hurt TGIF, even though the competing CBS block itself was a failure on its own. Popular programs such as Boy Meets World and Sabrina the Teenage which started experiencing declining ratings. New shows joined the lineup, including the likes of Teen Angel, so good, and You Wish, which lasted only a season or less before they were cancelled. As part of a network-wide rebranding toward a simplified graphics package, ABC then retired the traditional TGIF logo and phased out the theme song. Terrible. So what would become the final season of TGIF's original run saw additional changes. Sophomore series, The Hughleys, moved from Tuesdays to Fridays for the 99-2000 season, while the new comedy, Odd Man Out, another one I've never, I don't remember at all, joined the lineup. All four sitcoms aired by the network aired on Fridays during that season experienced varied fates. Sabrina the Teenage Witch and The Hughleys were both cancelled by ABC and revived by other networks, Sabrina by the WB, and the UPN acquired The Hughleys. Odd Man Out was cancelled outright, and Boy Meets World voluntarily ended its run after seven seasons. So the final night of new programming was on May 5th, 2000, which featured the hour-long series finale of Boy Meets World, followed by what was billed as ABC's series finale of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, as it had been just picked up by the WB, which had also expanded to one hour. Repeats of both series continued throughout the summer, with the first and only original network rerun of Boy Meets World series finale airing on September 8th, 2000. ABC retired the TGIF brand shortly thereafter. And there's a very seminal Simpsons moment surrounding TGIF, which is where, like, Lisa and Bart are sitting in front of the TV. Lisa's super excited. All right, it's time for ABC's TGIF lineup. Lisa, when you get a little older, you'll learn that Friday's just another day between NBC's Must See Thursdays and CBS's Saturday Night Crap-O-Rama. True. true. The wisdom of a 10-year-old. Before we get into our uh, little segment on TV parental guidelines... Let's uh, delve into some 90s news now, or this has really just become something to express our feelings about the 90s and stuff that's going on. Mostly around us. Yeah. So Prozac is playing a concert in St. Catharines, which is one city over from Niagara Falls. They're playing it on Valentine's Day. So I'm kind of conflicted. I think I would sooner go to like speed dating for knitters. Than Prozac? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go because... I imagine I'm going to do something a little better on Valentine's Day. And I'm not really that conflicted about it, but man. It's no I just feel, I feel a little. I get that. I want to go. Yeah. If it was the 15th or the 13th, it would be another story. All right, let's get bureaucratic up in here. No one's ever said that wah, like that. Wah, 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 wah. 
In the Telecommunications Act of 1996, the U.S. Congress called upon the entertainment industry to establish, within one year, a voluntary television rating system to provide parents with advanced information on material and television programming that might be unsuitable for their children. Like porn. Well, that's how you knew it was good, when it was rated 18. Oh, yeah, like fucking TVMA or some shit. I'm into it. Yeah. The rating system would work in conjunction with the V-chip, which was a device embedded in television sets that enabled parents to block programming they determined to be inappropriate. That fucking V-chip, that kind of scared me in the towards the end of the 90s i was never a victim of it but oh, i was either. very aware of it yeah exactly I, it never happened but like it was almost like another round of the killer bees i was waiting for the talk yeah all right we're gonna be blocking these shows from you yeah exactly you can't even watch 2020 anymore womp, womp. because they did an episode about i don't know a serial killer or no something. it's the 90s it probably would have been like Fake boobs exploding, uh, you know, when reaching altitude. Yeah, and then That's, we'd be like... That was a 90s issue. It was. And we're like, man, we got to see that fucking saline boob? Oh, no, they were still uh, silicone at that point. Really? Yeah. Is that why they were exploding? Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. I think that was something to do with it. Yeah. Anyway, we digress. On December 19th, 1996, the industry announced the creation of TV Parental Guidelines, a voluntary system of guidelines providing parents with information to help them make more informed choices about the television their children watch. And these guidelines were modeled after the movie rating systems created in 1968, and they went into effect on January 1st, 1997. As much as, like, we're booing them, they didn't do anything. True. I still watched whatever I wanted. Me too. Yeah, and uh, it, it just, I feel warm about it 20 years later. It, it no longer affects me, so I don't care. Yeah, exactly. So the Canadian TV classification system was created in late 1997 as a sort of mirror. By this point, Canadian viewers were used to seeing ratings attached to American programming delivered via cable and over-the-air reception. And, you know, us being in a border town, a lot of our networks were U.S. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had, at the time, I had just an antenna, so the majority of my stations were American. Fox 29, uh, you know, I had a local ABC, a CBS, and NBC. Yep. Yeah, as well as the couple of Canadian stations that we received, like the CBC and Global. So in a truly hokey Canadian move, when they would show the TV rating in the upper right corner of your screen, it showed a symbol shaped like the corner of a maple leaf, as is used on our national flag. So square. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of... I love that we just incorporate that into everything. We just throw it wherever. Like the uh, the Canadian Walk of Fame, we've got the maple leaf on top of the star. True. That should be part of a Canadian graphic design course. How to incorporate a maple leaf into possibly anything. If I was teaching graphic design at a college level, what I would do is for, you know, an assignment, just put a bunch of items in a hat and then have each student pick one, and then you have to Canadianify this. Oh, God. All right, you've got the Walk of Fame. All right, you've got a DUI list. You've got a computer case. If you do a good enough job, you get a non-paying internship with the federal government for one summer. Whoa, that pays off. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's about it for this episode. So give us give us a couple weeks. I think we'll probably need the month of January just to iron out the ebb and the flow of these episodes and what they're going to look like moving forward. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll work on things and feedback would be appreciated. Hit us up on our Facebook, send us an email, you know, all that stuff. 
yeah, if, let us know. Especially if like this week is a you know a mostly one focus episode. It's just a beta week. Mostly one big topic, like in this case TGIF. If you prefer that style or would rather us talk about, you know, three or four different things, but for, you know, five to seven minutes each instead of one overarching conversation, drop us a line. Yeah, let us know. We will take some of your feedback into account and possibly ignore others. Yeah. I mean, I'm just being real. Yeah, no, we're, yeah. Anyway. As always, find us online, facebook.com slash stuck in the 90s podcast, stuck in the 90s podcast.com. This is, we really want to hear your feedback if, if, if you want. Send us an email, stuck in the 90s podcast at gmail.com. Maybe some hate mail. I don't know. We haven't got hate mail. Let's not. Let's not stoke that fire, actually. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Instagram, we've been posting stuff. Check out the uh, the little workbook that Connor got. It's pretty cool. As if. Yeah. But Man, actually. Share was so cool. True. Yeah. Twitter, sit 90s. I think I've named them all. That's it. Oh, also Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. How's 2018 going to go? Dope. Oh. Dope or we don't know. Yeah, somewhere between unknown and dope. We will be diving right into the realm. Very excited. Of the dope unknown. For now. The podcast is is now now dope. Damn it. I really thought you were going to go for it that time. I'm really starting to feel this. I'm on 400 calories today. (laughs) 200 of which is beer. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm drinking on an empty stomach. I think if... People are listening to this podcast. Don't don't end it quite yet. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, let me know if my speech has become more slurred from the beginning when I had not drank anything to now when I'm a beer and a half in on an empty stomach. Hey. See you next week.